Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Mary Dixie Carter, author of the debut novel, The Photographer. Mary, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jeff. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here and to have this conversation with you. Absolutely. Well, if someone hasn't yet heard about your novel, The Photographer, how would you describe the novel? So Delta Dawn is the photographer. She takes pictures of wealthy New Yorkers and their children. And at the opening of the book, she goes to the home of Amelia and Fritz Strau to photograph their daughter's 11th birthday party. And she falls in love with this family and she becomes obsessed with this family. And the book is the story of her trying to insinuate herself into the family. Um, so there, I, I won't say too much more. That's the, in a nutshell. Okay. Do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to writing the photographer? Yes, I do. I hired a photographer myself to take pictures of my two children who are now 11 and eight. And so I got, this was a few years back. So I got the pictures back. And um, they were really beautiful, very talented photographer. But my children's eyes in the photos were cobalt blue, and they're not in real life. And I said to the photographer, I'd like for my children's eyes to be their real color. And she said, there is no real color. And I was so fascinated by that point of view and by that worldview. And it stuck with me. And I wrote at that time, I wrote a few pages, uh, with this, a scene kind of with this photographer and this family and, um, the basic dynamic between the photographer and family. And then I put it aside for a couple of years and finally, um, was going through different files on my computer. And I came to that one and I was like, that's, that's the one that I want to pursue. And so that's, that's um, what happened. And so I wrote The Photographer. And have you met or known people like your protagonist, Delta? So, yes. I mean, yes and no. I think that we are all a tiny bit like Delta. And I hope that the reader will, even though she's just got tons of issues, she's very destructive, she's very self-destructive, she um, does a lot of bad things, but I hope that that the reader can have compassion for her or connect to her on some level, because I think what is driving her is uh, loneliness and feeling as though she's an outsider and wanting to be part of something and wanting to be inside something that she feels that she is always outside of. Um, so on one level, I think I, I have felt like that before. I felt like an outsider. And I think everyone has felt like an outsider at times. Um, but then there's a whole other thing that Delta has going on, which is this lying to herself like in an extreme way lying to others and lying to herself and and we, so we all lie to ourselves i lie to myself sometimes i know but delta 
just goes above and beyond in lying to herself. I do know some people that lie to themselves, and I'm sure you do too. Like mm-hmm. someone who, who once they lie about something, the really, really good liars believe the lie once they've lied about it. Like they really buy into it full on 100% themselves. And that's how they're so convincing is because they really believe it. And I know some people like that. And it's incredibly frustrating because you can't have an, a normal argument with someone about what they're lying about if they've convinced themselves of the new reality. Um, it's, you know, it's very hard to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your own writing journey that led you to writing and getting your debut novel published? So my own writing journey, I I started off as an actress. I uh, was on the stage. I did classical theater, um, Oscar Wilde, um, Tennessee Williams. I really enjoyed acting. And, um, and I left acting only to go work for my father, who um, he, he, at that time, he was the publisher of the New York Observer. So I, he asked me to go work for him in the family business, and I did. And so at that newspaper, the New York Observer, I uh, was the publishing director, but I also wrote quite a bit. Um, now, I, throughout my life, even when I was acting, I was still writing. I was writing, I was already, always writing something, and I enjoyed writing, and I felt like I was good at it. Um, so the the observer I wrote obviously it was a different kind of writing journal journalism and and then he sold the paper I left when he sold the paper and my father and and then I started freelancing for other publications like the Economist and San Francisco Chronicle and um various different book reviews and arts reviews um now I'll just say that I think my acting background and my journalism background both been really valuable in writing novels um, because they're, they're different skills, but I use all of that in writing a novel. Anyway, around the time that I was pregnant with my first child, um, my daughter, I wrote a novel um, while I was pregnant. I wrote a draft of a novel. It was called It Sparkles As It Burns. And that novel was never published. Um, people said really nice things about it. I did have an agent, a different agent who sent it around and uh, a lot of people, you know, said they liked it, but it, no one wanted to publish it. So I, you know, went round in circles on that novel thinking, Oh, if I change this, if I do that, maybe, maybe, maybe. And then eventually I just, said, okay, it's really time to move on to the next one and put this aside. Maybe one day it will be published and, you know, that would be great. So our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. 
Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It was then that I went back to, as I mentioned, you know, I had these various different files on my computer with notes, like lots of different little documents with little scenes or little notes about ideas and possible, possible ideas. And, and then I landed on that one about the photographer and I was still really, really intrigued by that, um, by exploring that point of view. And so this book is in first person. And I really like just dove into that first person narrator, almost in a claustrophobic way, staying with her point of view and allowing her voice to take the story where it would. Um, and so, yeah. And so here I am and I'm, I'm thrilled now because I, now I know, you know, I, had it turn out differently where I was not able to publish my first novel. So I know um, how fortunate I am and I'm super grateful and happy about it. (laughs) And when you went back to that file on your computer with some notes and pages for the photographer, what was your process at that point? I mean, you mentioned that it's first person. Did you just kind of dive into the narrative and the story? Did you sit down and um, do any kind of like storyboarding or outlining? What was your process? I did not do any outlining, storyboarding, nothing like that. I did dive into it and I didn't know what it was going to be. And I, I didn't know. Yeah, I just started writing it. And in this particular case, I think it was the right choice. Um, I, I was not. I was surprised myself by where the story went. I did not know how it was going to turn out. I did not know how it was going to end. And I'm glad that I was surprised because I hope that the reader will also be surprised (laughs) because since I was surprised, um, you know, maybe hopefully it won't be predictable. Sure. So are you working on another novel now? I am working on another novel. Um, I don't have too much to share yet about the other novel. Um, But um, I can say something exciting, which is that this 
the photographer, um, I sold the television rights and it's being adapted into a series. Um, and I, I, I'm also not really allowed to announce it. It, it has not been formally announced yet. Sure, so sure. I can't say who is involved and everything, but, um, but I can say that it's in the works and it's being developed. And I'm really, really happy about that. Um, and now, yes, and moving on and, and writing another novel. And and soon I'll have something more concrete to tell you about that. Sure. And do you think that at some point you will go back to that first novel that you mentioned that you weren't able to get published? You know, it's a good question. Um, I, like, every time I think about going back and reading it and looking at it, I'm like, not yet, not yet. I'm not ready to go back to it yet. Um, so, yes, eventually I will go back, I will read it, and and um, really think seriously about whether I want to try to publish it um, or change it a little bit and then publish it, something like that. Um, but n- not right at the moment. It's, sure. it's not, you know, I'm not trying to do that right now. Sure. Well, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories or novels? So one of the things that I would say is something that I say to myself, which is I have to write a lot of bad pages before I write anything good. And that's like the nature of it. Maybe other writers have a different process where they really, every word they write is really like they, they work out every sentence as they're working through this and, and they feel good about every sentence. I know that a lot of what I write is going to be bad. And it's almost like I need to keep going through that to find the story. And, um, and it'll take a while. And so what I would say to the writers is don't be judging those pages that you write. Don't criticize them. Keep writing. And maybe you'll be throwing out a lot of those first pages, but they will inform the rest of your book or the rest of your short story or whatever it is you're working on. Those pages that you throw out and you couldn't have even gotten to the good pages if you didn't write those bad pages. That's what I would say. That's great. Well, what novels have you read recently that you enjoyed? You know, I just finished reading Separation Anxiety by Laura Zygman, and it is so good. Um, it's just excellent. It's it's so funny, but also heart-wrenching and kind of alternating between really, really funny and really heart-wrenching. and. Um, I mean, and ultimately, you know, very like uplifting, but, uh, you know, I happen to have a, an 11 year old and an eight year old. And one of the things that's happening in this book is the 13 year old boy is pulling away from his mom and, um, you know, backing off from her. And so it really hit home for me in, um, in a lot of different ways. And it's also the main character's lost both of her parents recently and that also hit home and um i lost my mother and my stepfather so it resonated for me and i think but i think it would for a lot of people 
Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your debut novel, The Photographer? So I'm on Instagram. You could send me a message on Instagram. I'm also on Mary Dixie Carter on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter. I'm also on Facebook. And I have a website, um, MaryDixieCarter.com. And um, yeah, I would love to hear from readers. I would love to hear from you if you've read the book. If you haven't read the book, either way, I'd love to hear from <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, again, we've been speaking with Mary Dixie Carter, author of the debut novel, The Photographer. The novel is on sale now, so go buy a copy. Mary, thanks for doing this interview. Thank you, Jeff. I really appreciate it. Take care. Great. Thanks a lot. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.